I hate this podcast. <laughs> no, you don't! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Who Talks. First, I'm one of your hosts, I'm CT. I'm your other host, I'm Solo. And this week on the podcast, we're going to talk about Forces of Destiny. Forces of Destiny. Season 2 has just started, and we got eight new episodes, and I just kind of want to start off and talk about like our appreciation of Forces of Destiny. I really, I adore it. And I think Season 2 started off really strong. I think this is like my favorite bunch of episodes we've gotten so far. It's very cute. And like all of them are very cute and we're getting the new toys. And I I love the series of toys. I think the dolls are really cute and I finally I ordered Kylo and Ray. You can get them at hasbro.com. They ha- I haven't seen them in stores yet, but if you guys have seen them in stores, let me know. And I ordered two. Because it was limited, like, it was, like, two per t- per household. You're like, all right. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm getting two. If they had not told me that there was a limit, I probably would have only gotten one. But, but since they're, like, you can only get two, I'm like, well, then I have to you're buy like, well, two. damn. Jeez. I'm just holding out for Padme, Ahsoka, Hera. I'm like, I want them. Where, when are they releasing? Hello? I can't remember if... I know something was happening with them that we thought they were canceled, but then you can now you can reorder them. I think you might be able to reorder Padme right now, but Ahsoka, I don't know. She's been announced since wave one, so I don't know why it's taking so long. Yeah. We got Chewbacca, who- Chewbacca's the one that I think looks hideous. You know, he looks terrible. Yeah, I of the dolls that I don't like, the only two that I don't think look very good are Chewbacca and Sabine. Mm-hmm. I don't think those ones are the greatest of the dolls. Mm-hmm. I think Ray's really cute. I think Leia looks good. Yes. And as we're just staring at Ray. Yeah, right here I, I have her right in front of us. Like I do think I wish they had given them all clothes instead of plastic clothes. That Me is too. like a critique I have because mm-hmm. part of the appeal of dolls, especially dolls for girls, is like putting them in outfits. Uh huh. And when Padme eventually comes around, I think the easiest thing to do. Would give you a base Padme. And a ton of outfits. And then a ton of outfits. A million outfits. Because I th- to me, that's personally, I think, how girls pers- like, like their dolls. And with, like, the brushable hair, the real hair. Uh-huh. Kylo doesn't have real hair. Sadly. He doesn't? No. He has plastic hair. Luke and oh, Kylo have plastic hair. Annoying. Yeah. Like, but his floof is hard to get. I get it. And the hair that short's kind of hard to do because it doesn't, do, like, what they did with Sabine, Sabine's, like, short hair doesn't look Yeah, right. you're right. Sabine hair. You need to get that, that Kylo floof in there. Yeah. I was never, like, a big change outfits type Barbie person. That's not what I did, but I still want Padme to have change yeah. outfits. Because it's not so much, like, change outfits, but you go to the store and like, oh, well, now I don't need to buy five different dolls. My Ray doll can be my Ray doll. I can just get yeah. her the other outfit. Also more, like... My mom is not going to buy me five dolls. Yeah. Especially but, the same character. Yeah. She's not going to do that. Yeah. And you're not going to get that money out of people. No. So the smarter thing to do is to have outfit sets. I think so. It Could it be a money grab? Most likely. for, But at that point, I think it's just money grab for, like, collectors. Uh-huh. But if you're actually marketing it towards girls, it should be like, hey, mm-hmm. here's the Ray doll. And also, you can get her outfits and mm-hmm. more accessories. Here's some porgs. Mm-hmm. Because Porgs, man. That was really great. Porgs, Porgs, Porgs. So yeah, season two just premiered on March 19th. 
and it was on YouTube. I think it'll come on Disney Channel a little bit later. There's going to be a part two to season two. Good. Because we had heard rumors that Ray and Kylo were supposed to have a short together sometime, or Kylo was supposed to be in a short, and we just assumed a Ray would be in it. Right. So I think the first short, maybe we'll, because it kind of goes into what we're talking about, is the Luke short, which is the first Forces of Destiny short that doesn't include a female a, character. A female character. Mm-hmm. So I don't see how they could do a Forces of Destiny short as Kylo is the focus. Right. Like of him learning a like a cheesy after school lesson. Yeah. I think it would be hilarious. I'd be 100% down for it. It would be interesting. Yeah, but it would be interesting. But I'm also like, but the scenes with Rey would be too sekushi. <laughs> Too no, sensual. What I was secretly hoping is, well, we'll get to that when we get there. Yeah. But the first, so the first short is Luke and Yoda, and it kind of fills in. I like what they're doing here is that they're they're not explaining plot holes. There wasn't a Mm-mm. plot hole of like, why was Yoda in the backpack? No yeah. one was wondering that question, but they go through and be like, all right, this is why Yoda put himself in the backpack because mm-hmm. he was, he was like, oh, then Luke will be more focused because he has other people to worry about yeah. other than himself. Yeah. Because he'll be worried Jedi. about me. Yeah. And I'm, not himself. I, I do like how he's, in the beginning, uh, kind of wanting, to, he's doing a force thing, and he's like, Yoda, look at me! I'm doing it! <laughs> look at I, I found I'm it, a showboat! It was also super endearing that they got Mark Hamill to voice <laughs> Luke again. I, I will... I absolutely love that. The it's very cute. It. Yeah. He does definitely sound like old man Luke. Yes, he does. In the very beginning, he, like, pitched up his voice a little uh. bit. And I'm like, okay, he's a little Luke. He was like, Master Loda, look at me! Ah! And he fell, and mm-hmm. then his balls dropped at the same time. Yep. <laughs> so how would you feel about them doing more shorts with just the male characters? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm, like, trying Thank to think you. about it. <laughs> wow. Because, like, I'm, like, I'm going through pros and cons in my head right mm-hmm. now. And I'm, like, no, but I, because, uh, uh, like, I do believe in equality. So, I'm, yeah. like, so for me, it's weird if there's only short set around men. So, vice versa. It's weird if there's only one set around women. But at the same time, women don't get as much attention in Star Wars. So, it's, like, this is kind of, like, making up for mm-hmm. lost time. With characters like, honestly, with a character like Luke, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. But with someone like Anakin, I'm like, Anakin, you had six seasons of Clone Wars. You don't need, like, more time. Yeah, and I I like Luke a lot, and I think Luke has more potential for these kind of, like, cheesy after-school lessons, because Mm -hmm. that's kind of the basis of Luke Skywalker in a nutshell. Yeah, and you don't, like, you get a lot of Luke in expanded universe stuff, Mm -hmm. but inside, like, like... TV shows or movies, you don't really get a lot of Luke Skywalker. You don't get any more or less of him than you, I would say, like, Leia. Obviously, he gets maybe a little bit more screen mm-hmm. time, but I'd say that they're pretty equal. So for him to have shorts, it doesn't bother me. And for him to get... And because Luke was someone that we saw a little bit more Force training of, and mm-hmm. we know he has a bit more of an understanding of the Force than Rey does where she stands right now. So it's nice to be able to explore these Force stories where you're kind of learning. It, it could also be applied to Ahsoka, but Ahsoka's already had quite a few shorts with yeah. similar kind of, like, finding the Force 
themes. Mm-hmm. So it's nice that that I I think it's nice, and I think Luke looked like a cutie. Yeah, but again, it he really it, it for me it really is dependent on the character because mm-hmm. I think Luke. I'm totally Luke's. I mean, I'm down with Star Luke. Wars. The main character of this whole thing is Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. So I, he's a good boy, and you can get his doll on Hasbro.com. <laughs> he's like this because the dolls that have come out in the Wave Two are Luke. Chewie and Ray and Kylo, but uh, Chewbacca appeared in some stores. Yes, but I never saw him in store. He appeared at uh, where I used to work. Where you w- used to work, but I never saw him in a store, and I have never seen Luke, and I haven't seen Ray and Kylo. But hopefully, mine are coming in the mail soon. He came with a hole so you could touch him, and I was like, "That's a bad idea." Because kids and their grubby fingers are going to damage them out really quick. Yeah, I don't... Chewbacca looks like the wolf man in his doll. He does. He looks bad. I bet you they still have him at mm-hmm. work, honestly. Last time I went there, they still had a couple. Yeah, I don't really have the need for that in particular. So, moving on to, like, uh, the short Chewbacca's in, because we can mm-hmm. do that. He's in the... Very briefly, uh, the Star Wars uh, Porg Problems, which... I thought was adorable. Oh, yes, he was. Okay. I like how you're... Oh, I thought you didn't remember it. No, I just didn't remember Chewbacca in it. He's I was in like it for, like, 0.5 seconds. I was like, when is he in it? Ray runs past him. Right, right. Really cute. That short was, my, I think, my favorite. It was very cute. It was... I, the I porgs the porgs were so, so cute. cute. Ray is a precious angel. Mm-hmm. It so, ends in a cute high note. It, it really does. And this is what I was going to uh, kind of piggyback on early on when we're talking about Kylo, because this was the short that I potentially thought we could see Kylo in. Yeah. And I thought it would have been, just when we heard the premise, is that, like, Porridge are being annoying to Ray and kind of, like, being annoying mm-hmm. and being pesky, you know? Mm-hmm. And so Ray's kind of just being bombarded by Porgs and she can't train, and then but, like, a force bond is activated and Kylo's just, like, watching. You, you just see it for a second that Kylo's witnessing this, and I think it would have been a hilarious beat. I understand why they did not do that. <laughs> but wouldn't it have been so funny? It would have been. And if Ray and Kylo are going to have a potentially a short later, mm-hmm. there is there is going to be some lightheartedness there. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't know. I don't know if Ray and Kylo are actually going to have a short together. That was just kind of hearsay. And I feel like it was sort of confirmed by an official source, but... Can't remember. I can't really remember. Can't remember and can't find it. And again. I do think that would have been a good way of putting him in there. Of just him watching Ray like freak out. With like a deadpan expression. Yeah, and just being like, what? And I, he probably couldn't see the porgs interacting with her, so she would just <laughs> kind of be like flailing and running around. <laughs> he was like, I don't get what's happening He's like, here. What? Huh? Yeah, I'm really cute. And even though we know Daisy Ridley does not like the porgs, Ray does. Ray does. Ray does! And they all... Ending like her! Because remember in the very beginning when we were, like, weren't we even told that, like, the Porgs don't like Ray or something? But I think that was... We were told the caretakers. Right. I think in the very beginning we were told the Porgs, and then I think that got misconstrued because the caretakers. Yeah. I think someone just heard someone on the island doesn't Doesn't like like Ray. And then they were like, it's They probably heard that the creatures didn't like Ray and something like that. And, because these Porgs... Lovely. They want her to be her. They want their mother. They want upsies. 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 Oh, so cute. I I really that one was probably my second favorite. My first favorite is definitely um oh of un, unexpected company. 
It was very cute. It's been a long time since I've had hardcore on a doll feelings. <laughs> and this one, hands down, gave me those, I'm gonna say it, them feels. Yeah? When Ahsoka interrupts the booty call? <laughs> it, because, especially when uh, Padme... <laughs> says something about, oh, we'll finally get some time alone together. It's so sensual. It'll be worth it to finally have some time alone together. This is a it's meant for very young children. Uh But everyone else was like, well, you're going on this mission so you guys can... Guys are gonna do... You guys are gonna make some twins, aren't you? And and so, like, the whole thing with rearranging the flight path, Mm -hmm. because clearly Anakin had a flight path to take longer so him and Padme could, like, spend more time, time together. together but now he's like oh I'll just take the quick flight path i don't even care about the consequences i'm mad because i've got blue balls <laughs> he's gonna just fly through there he's like whatever and so it's like wait that's really dangerous he's like, i don't care there and then that little hug when like some they get hit and they get knocked around oh. and how anakin just like leaps to padme i think this really they're doing a really good job in the Clone Wars era uh, of making you believe that these characters are in love. Yeah, and just showing Anakin's, like, dedication to Padme. Of course yeah. we do see it in the movies, but it's, you never see just, I mean, I'm a huge prequel oh. stan, mm-hmm. but admittedly the way Hayden <laughs> performs Anakin, it's not so much, it doesn't ever seem, like, super sincere. It always no. just comes from, like, a possessive Yes. Uh, state of mind. Absolutely. Which isn't always bad. Like, especially near the end in Revenge of the Sith, where you see that it's destroying him. But w- it would have been nice to have seen, like, the, the difference. Attack of the Clones, yeah. where he's just very sincere with all of his feelings, yes. and, and will put her above everything. The general, like, progression. The deterioration. Yeah. Deterioration. Deterioration. Shut up. And then, at the end of the short, um, you kind of get the idea that Ahsoka knew. Ahsoka knows what's going on. Obi-Wan still didn't, but Ahsoka knew. <laughs> Somehow. I love Ahsoka, don't get me wrong. Mm. But she's been given so many loopholes. Yeah. And we, we've we already gotten sort of Im- implications that she knew in the Ahsoka book. Yeah. Because when she was talking to Bale, they were all sort of kind of talking in circles that they... They knew that Anakin and Padme were a thing. A little close. Like, and it's fine if they, like, have stuff like that. Especially, like, in the Ahsoka book, because it's a very much, like, hindsight. Mm-hmm. It's 2020, so that she could have put it together after the fact. Yeah. But, like, I don't know about... I don't know about <laughs> this. But whatever. It's cute, and they're... Yeah, it's still a really cool, cute short. It was still my, uh... It was still my favorite, because... I like things when you get the ship and feelings. Mm-hmm. I like when uh, I I squeal like a fangirl. I definitely <laughs> did that episode. Cute. It's very cute short. And, and, cl- and speaking of a uh, ship and feelings, Finn and Rose got their own episode. This one, this one was a complete surprise to me. Mm-hmm. And we had gotten a preview photo a few days earlier that Rose was going to be in a short. Uh-huh. But... I swear there was no confirmation whatsoever that Rose was going to be in Forces of Destiny until that. Cute. And I'm really happy that they gave one to Finn and Her Rose. Her cute little round face. Her model's very cute. It, it's very cute. Uh, there's more space jellyfish. Yep. 
I didn't care much for, like, the plot of it. No. Because I don't like space jellyfish or space whales. But. Nah. I, I'm still glad that we're getting Finn and uh, Rose uh, adventures. Here's and- the thing. I don't like space, and I don't like the ocean creatures. <laughs> so seeing them together bums me out. Bums me out hardcore. I'm like, oh, it's just all my phobias. All Great. wrapped up in one. But still, I'm glad to see that. Because they're not just going to get just one then. Oh, yeah, so. no. And I'm, I'm really hoping that we're going to see ones with Paige and Rose, like, Ooh. earlier. Because there's tons of time and tons of freedom you can do there. Yeah. There's not a ton of wiggle room with Rose and Finn. Mm-mm. There is, like, them on the ship. To Cantobite, and then there's them on the ship uh, from the Supremacy to Crate, yeah. which we sort of had a deleted scene of, mm-hmm. but you could put something else in there, I guess. Yeah, no, I just want Rose and Paige. Thank you. But I think Rose and Paige opening up that door, I would love to that's see. A, that's a great idea. Some of that. Um, as far as the other shorts that we got, I think the one that added the most to the quote-unquote canon mm-hmm. is the Leia episode. Yes. That was very clever of them. Mm-hmm. So basically we find out that Maz Kanata um, was the one who gave Leia the idea to disguise herself as a bounty hunter to go save Han. Yep. I think Leia was adorable in this episode. I loved her outfit. She looked super cute. Mm-hmm. I think the voice performance... Uh, was upgraded. It's, it's still better. the voice, voice, same voice actress, yes. but I think it's doing a better She's doing better, better at sounding like Leia than Han. Than Han. <laughs> than just being like, oh, Leia just sounds like Han Solo, right? They're you're just... Like, you're like, no! Merging together. They don't really have the same cadence at all, but... And it was cute to see that, like, Maz has known Chewie that long, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah! Still still her boyfriend. Yeah, they've been, they've been it, dating they've for been a long time. in love for eons. Because Maz is like 2,000 years old. Yep. Doesn't Chewie have a kid? Chewie does have a kid, but I don't have any information about his life. You're right. Who knows? Just Maz. Maz confirmed. (laughs) Oh, man. We don't know anything. Lankawaru is a a Maz. I don't think we have an alien species named for Maz. We might. I don't know. I mean, she might just be a Yoda. She just might be a Yoda. She's like, they're like, we're never going to name her species. Yep. I feel really bad. She might have a species name. I apologize for that. And you, so Leia kind of, this is probably the most violent episode, because mm-hmm. they never really show, uh, they still haven't shown a, a murder <laughs> yet, and I <laughs> don't think murder. they will, but this bounty hunter, they made sure that he was still going like, which is the key to animation, which we- I'm not dead yet! Yeah, we had to do that all the time on Turtles, is when someone- died, you know, when you defeated the enemy, and on TMNT, there's, like, the foot soldiers and the foot ninjas, and you basically defeat them, and they're they're kind of your, uh, throwaway bad guys right. that don't care, but you just kind of have them moving Twitching in the background, in, when they're on the ground, you have them breathing to show that they're not really dead, mm-hmm. which is why in later seasons, they were replaced with robots, because you can kill robots- Yep. If you ever wonder why animated series have so many robots... Because it's easy to kill them. It's because of standards. Yep. That's why. I have some fun stories about Which is probably animation why standards. growing up I thought so many bad guys were just robots. Like probably Stormtroopers. Stormtroopers. Yep, that's why I thought they were robots. Robots. Every bad guy's a robot is because you can kill them. Yep. <laughs> the, the robot uprising is coming. 
And they've seen a lot of violence against robots. And they were like, what the heck, man? We're always the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray had two shorts, so her second one was called Run, Ray, Run. And I'm always a big fan of uh, episodes with Ray that shows that even when people are shitty, are shitty, she's a good person. And she'll, like, help them out. Mm-hmm. Need, like, save their lives. And, And, uh, you know, she comes from a place of understanding that if people act a certain way, that's probably because they're going through their own form of suffering. And, like, because obviously they're both scavengers and they both need this food and, or need this money for food. So even though Ray is pissed about it, she's like, hey, hey, you're doing bad things because you're suffering Mm -hmm. too. Because you're hungry. I know that feeling. Yeah. And also, nice Indiana Jones reference, guys. There you go, with the golden, I guess, I don't know what you would call it in a Star Wars universe, but the idol Yeah. that she removes from the thing, and everything starts falling down. So, <laughs> Lucasfilm, good job referencing more Lucasfilm. Yeah. There you, I thought it was Very cute. Very clever. And then, but at the end of the day, Tito realizes that Rey saved, her, saved his life. And so he gives her the food back that he stole. Or the, the parts that she's yeah. going to sell can for sell food. food yes. Yeah. And I think that we only have one more. We have two. We have Jin, and then we have oh, a Hera Jin. and Sabine. You're right. So Jin's episode, like, Jin and Hera and Sabine's were probably my least favorite. Yeah, which bummed me out, because, like, anything with Hera, I'm like, I want this to be amazing. Yeah, they, I mean, they weren't bad by any no. uh, sense of the matter. Jin's was just kind of... Standard and kind of what Force of Destiny... I don't know why I felt like these this batch was a little bit different. Maybe because you got a little more character stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And you had more uh, what we know of the character referenced. So, with, like, Jin's, it was just kind of... Oh, sad boy wants food. Sad boy steals necklace. Sad bat boy. Yep. And then Jin gives him the food for the necklace because he realizes he was just hungry. And yep. just a, it's just a nice... Lesson wrapped up in a bow. Yeah. And then, uh, I think Heron Sabine's one had the most obvious, like, after school. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, Hera. I was, I was thinking just, too quickly. I, I was, made a mistake. I was just rushing. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. That one had the most break to explain to you what the lesson yeah. of this one was. Which was, don't rush things. Even, I guess that was yeah. the lesson. Just take your time. Yeah. When you think through everything, yeah, don't rush, and then you won't mess up. And then Chopper was there, and you was like, "Oh, that was my <laughs> That was I laughed really hard. Chopper power. I think that was really cute, and I'm slowly starting to like Chopper more and more. Well, yeah, I mean after after watching Kanan get destroyed, and then Chopper be like, "Oh, my mom's sad." Yeah. I like Hera, even if I wasn't sure I liked Kanan. Yeah. I But Mom's sad. Because I used to be like religiously against <laughs> Chopper. Right? But well, because he used to be so evil. He's so evil, but now his I I like cocky Chopper. Me too. Where he like flies in and he's like, Here I am! It's me! Chopper! <laughs> that that that's fine. Crazy murder chopper? Yeah, no. Like asshole chopper? Not so much. There's, there's a fine, fine line between them. Yeah. Swooping in to save the day and be like, hello, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Did you miss me? So, Love yeah. That, those were the 
I I really like these. These were my personal favorite favorite batch of Forces of Destiny yet, for me personally. And I think uh, they were definitely better than the first seasons. Yeah. So. I am excited for the next. I'm like I'm really starting to love Forces of Destiny. They've and, got their footing. Mm-hmm. I feel, think they feel more confident. They feel yeah. And every animated show, every show kind of has this time where they're trying to figure stuff out. And, like, the first season of Clone Wars isn't that great. The <laughs> nope. first season of Rebels... Actually, I didn't mind the first season of Rebels. The first season of Rebels was just very... A lot of people don't like it, though. I don't mind it because it was just very, like, oh, I can turn my mind off and watch this. <laughs> yeah, because for me it was a, a little juvenile. It was very juvenile, but it was very simple. Yeah, and yeah it was. that's... I'm like, alright, well... But we'll I... See. Yeah, you always gotta give every show, like... A break the first season because yeah. they're just finding their foot and they're just trying to be like, all right, we're gonna put out this product and see how people react. Yeah, and hopefully we'll get a second season, right? And I think they're doing a really good job of finding their stride now. Yes, I agree. So on the second part of this podcast, we're going to talk about other short things, mm-hmm. which were the deleted scenes from the Last Jedi. Wee-oh. So if you have not seen them yet, this is spoiler territory. But I had downloaded the. Digital copy of The Last Jedi. Oh my, The, uh, the Last that Jedi. Night. That night. And it took me, because we have the world's worst internet. Yup. It took me seven hours to watch the movie with commentary. And it took me four hours to watch the director and the Jedi, which is the behind the scenes doc- uh, documentary. Mm-hmm. We'll do episodes where we talk about those individually. Mm-hmm. But since this was sort of a short episode with Forces of Destiny, we're just going to combine it because... I'm going away for a while, so we're going to be kind of on hiatus. Going for away bit. for a while, forever. I'm killing you. Oh yeah, sorry. Well, that's going to be sad. What if I actually die and no, and now sad. I'm framed? Yeah, you just admitted it. Oh God. Yep. Everybody, you have to be my witness for that my character integrity. That I would never do that. Thanks, thanks, audience. <laughs> God. So yeah, that we got a handful of new scenes, and we'll just go th- down through them, uh, the the viewing order. Yeah, the, the way chronological. We yeah, we watched them both with the commentary and without the commentary. The commentary didn't really add much, and I I wanted to make sure we watched them before we did the podcast, so we didn't sound redundant when asking each other questions of like why things were cut mm-hmm. but everything was cut for the same reason <laughs> for time and pacing the yep. end the yep. end oh, there okay. you go and a lot of these on the lo- some of them i'm fine with being cut because they're very short and didn't add much and i'm almost a little surprised that it made it onto the dvd like why would you do this yeah but other parts i actually think i would have really liked uh the first one is the alternate opening to the film and that would be that the pan down originally was kind of this optical illusion where you think you're in space and you're thinking you're over the surface of a planet, and but it's actually Finn in his little uh, bubble bubble suit thingy. Suit. Yeah, and I actually might have preferred this to the actual. I opening. I think so too. <laughs> I because just coming like straight into the action and like that's so like symbolic and like really pretty and really clever mm-hmm. this cut and i i think i think i would have liked it better i and think it connects I'm... it back to tfa really well mm-hmm. immediately i i personally think i would have liked this more i understand what ryan was thinking mm-hmm. is that you kind of just want to get straight into the action segment of it 
But I would have liked Finn to be introduced, like, right away. Mm-hmm. I agree. And also, you and me are both uh, slow burns, so... <laughs> Like, I don't need to be forced into the action right away. Like, let me build up to it and let me get back in, like, the universe a little bit. Yeah, and I think that would have been a good slow burn. But, like, Ryan did make a point in the commentary, which that that made the most sense to me, mm-hmm. is that Finn, Finn, like, from his opening, disappears for a long time before Poe finds him again. Mm-hmm. So, it is a long time of Finn just walking around in that back-to-suit that yeah. no one noticed him. <laughs> So, or that they, they kept noticing him, but they were like, eh, yeah, we have other stuff to worry about. So I guess from that aspect, it does make sense. So I, I get when... I'd almost like to see the movie with the deleted scenes in it. Yeah. You know, I'd like to see a director's cut. Yeah, I mean, The Lord of the Rings did it. Why can't we do it? Yeah, come on. I, I feel like Star Wars will never do... Why? George Lucas will just keep re-editing the film. I guess we have seen director's cuts, because he just keeps re-editing... <sighs> But I'd, I'd, I would watch a three-hour version of this movie. Yeah, absolutely. Easily. Yeah. I would not question that. So the second deleted scene is Paige and when her guns jam. I don't think that was... That, that was one of them, like, oh, I see why you took it out. Yeah. I mean, like, if you were that stripped for time. Yeah. I don't think it saves you much time, but okay. All right. Yeah, you, you get a little more moment of her in the necklace, mm-hmm. but that's really the only big thing. From that scene that you missed. Um, the next one was Luke has a moment. So <laughs> I laughed really hard the first time I saw this scene because this scene is where Luke has his moment to mourn Han. Mm-hmm. And but in this scene, it's it's Luke being like, uh, I, I came to this most remote island to die and walks away and shuts the door. And there's the little eye slit in there. And you see Luke looking out of it, and then you see Ray come in that ice with her just, glare, just glaring <laughs> at him. And it's so, it's so cute. I wish this scene was in there just for Ray to pop in and be like, "I'm, I'm, I'm looking watching at you. you. I'm watching you, Water here. Tribe." <laughs> would Ray be Water Tribe? I think she'd be an Airbender. Yeah, I think she would be an Airbender. She's yeah. very like forgiving. Yeah, and like, or yeah. has a staff. I think I'm just. And the rappy things. Um, I think I'm pulling more visual parallels. Yeah. But I mean, she she is, like, rather optimistic and hopeful and forgiving. Yeah. For someone who's, like, been Bender-ish. abandoned yeah. and, yeah. She's she's the airbender. So for the- Well, duh, she's the avatar. Yeah, she is the avatar. Come on. Duh. And Luke, uh, from further on in that scene, has a moment where he's kind of mourning Han, and it connects to the scene- where Leia also kind of has a moment to herself, which I do like, but the reason why this ended up being cut is because originally the film was edited in much shorter bursts. So you'd have a much shorter scene on Octu and have a much shorter scene on on Canto Bite, have a much shorter scene on the Resistance stuff. You'd just be jumping around. Yeah, which I I just want to be part of this process because I would love to see that cut too. Because I wonder... I I do think... uh, uh, there are some pacing issues in The Last Jedi. And I'm not I agree. sure if that would have been helped if they were shorter scenes. Because I do think, uh, even though I definitely love the message and the symbolism behind scenes like Canto Bite, they definitely aren't my favorite scenes. I won't lie to and you. And they drag on for a long time. And it also, because these scenes are so long, mm-hmm. you kind of have to be like, well, but you have gave us a, a time frame. 
And now it feels like all this stuff can't fit into this. You know, the one thing I wish was cut, I mean, I, I talked <laughs> about before, just cut the 18-hour line. Yeah. Would have solved a lot of your issues with me being like, oh, this happened in 18 hours? Yeah. Huh. I have, I have in one of my, I have heard words that time works differently in Octu because it's super force weird. Okay. But still, that's never explained in the movie. No. Nope. It's not even explained in the deleted scene. No. Uh, after that, Poe, not, okay, because I thought it was not much of a sewer when I first read it. Not much of a sewer. It's not much of a sewer. You were right. And I was very wrong. That word will never look like sewer to me. I mean, I agree. It'll always look like sewer. It does look like sewer when you first see it. So at first I was embarrassed because I, I sew. I was one point, I sewed a lot. I should have recognized it as sewer. But then I realized more recently I spent two years working on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and, and you they spent a lot of time in sewers. reading the word sewer a lot. Yeah. So I'm blaming it on that. Yeah. Uh, I also feel like most people use seamstress rather than sewer. Yeah, sewer. So that's Seamster. probably... Or, yeah, a, a tailor. A tailor, yeah. yeah. Not much of a tailor. Yeah. Could have said that. I like not much of a sewer because he just doesn't know what he's doing. Well, yeah. It's and, cute. Yeah, so this is kind of the recap scene for Finn, and I see why this was cut. Uh, we kind of understand that this was set off scene, but I do think this you is know. a cute interaction but I like between you. uh between Finn and Poe. I have the, heard the that friends. there are friends, and I have heard that there is some like discourse around the scene. I personally don't know what it was. I just thought that there potentially is discourse about it. I have no idea what it could be. Honestly, like we've discussed it a little bit, but like I don't. The only, the only thing that I think, ooh, there's a bug. Go away, bug. Go away! Distraction. But the only thing I could really think it might be is that maybe it's a little shit baby. Maybe? Maybe, but, like, as someone who knows shit baiting, <laughs> especially, like, had a, like a homosexual <laughs> shit baiting, I'm like, I don't see that. Yeah. And I look at everything through, like, can those characters be gay for each other? <laughs> Glasses, like, and I was like, oh, I don't, I don't think it's baby at all. Because so I don't. It is a re- it. like, it is really cute when Poe kind of storms off, where he because he, he seems a little like embarrassed. He's like, oh, I fixed a jacket for you. I mean, I'm not, not much of a sewer, but I was too busy, you know, saving. Just- but I'm a big deal. And then he like walked away, and I like, I do think that was very cute. Uh huh. But. That's really the only thing I can think of unless, potentially causing the discourse. But unless I don't some know. people thought we're reading Poe as like flippant instead, oh, and maybe. like maybe, and they were like, "But they're supposed to be friends. Why is he being so flippant with them?" And I was like, "I don't think he was being flippant. I don't know. Hmm. I I don't know. I, I'm uh, sure someone else will have more insight on that particular scene. But yeah. I liked it. I I, I kind of wish cute. we had that moment in there because I like I like seeing little embarrassed. I read it as embarrassed. Or is him being like, I mean, I I care, but not that much because I'm not very good at it. But I, I, I care. For you. I didn't know what I was doing, and like I, and I clearly cut, a lot is I going on myself. right now. I poked and myself a whole bunch Poe of times. Still took the time to fix the jacket for yeah. him. Like it is very, very cute. cute. Uh, the next deleted scene is a scene that uh, we've seen places before. It was in like a storybook. But it was cut out of the. No- I don't think it's in the novelization, but we've seen it in other parts. Is the it's kind of weird that you recorded that scene. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where uh, BB-8's trying to cheer up Finn. 
And I thought that I thought it was kind of cute, but yeah, I I did understand why this was cut, um, because we we didn't need this scene to understand uh, Finn's loyalty to Ray. No, we we already got that, mm-hmm. and yeah, and then he just kind of yeah, you don't go. you don't need it at all. And if again, if you're trying to save that much time, yeah, that's I mean that's what two or three minutes. It was 59 seconds. Oh, boy. I know. Like, all of these cuts are relatively short, and you just kind of wonder, because, like, they, I think they said that the first cut of the movie was originally three hours long, but we only, I guess this is 24 minutes of cut time, Mm -hmm. so that would about equal three hours total. Yeah. But when you look at them all individually, like, 59 seconds, 42 seconds, 46 seconds, it doesn't seem like that much. like, how could this add up? But it does, <laughs> and it's there. Um, uh, moving forward is the scene. Very, what was cut was very short. It's just the caretakers giving the evil eye to Ray while she has a knife in her hand. <laughs> and you're it. like that could have still been in there, but I guess not. Ray cleaning her blaster. That's all she was doing. That's it. Nothing else. That's what the youth call it, I guess. <laughs> Choke the chicken. Clean the blaster. I've never heard choke the chicken. Really? No. Wow. Heard beat the meat. I mean, choke, choke the, the chicken, chicken is definitely like an old term slang. <laughs> in the old times. Back in the 20s, we would call it choking the chicken. Choking the chicken. Because chickens have long necks. Y- yeah, I got it. Yeah? I just haven't heard it. Yeah? And you also, it? they're called cocks. Was that too PGR rated? PGR? P- parent guidance rated R. <laughs> That's my new favorite rating, PGR. Yep. Got that's, it. That's our podcast rating, actually. Yeah. Nailed it. Um, the next scene is actually the scene I like the most, and I actually would have really loved this in the movie, and I think it would have actually tied together the Octu segment seg- segment in a nice little bow. I mm. really, really would have liked it. And even though Ryan was trying to explain why it was cut, I really don't see totally why... It would be one of those things that I need to see it with the context of the movie and be like, oh, you're right, it did mess up the pacing. But when you're watching it on its own, you're like, no, that I feel like that flowed really well. Yeah. Because it starts right when Ray says, Kylo failed you, I won't. Right. And it goes right into that scene. It's mm-hmm. not a cut, it's continued dialogue. Mm-hmm. And they hear this commotion. We've, we've talked about this scene a lot. This is the third lesson. The third lesson is Jedi are there to maintain balance. Uh, and, and you can't act on impulse, and and if she would have went and gone and saved them now, she would have remained responsible. Then they would have just come back with larger forces, and is she still going to be there to protect them next month? You yeah. know. And it's an interesting lesson. And the Ray runs off. She's like, "Fuck you!" And she runs off, swipes down the door, and the caretakers are having a party, and they're and like, "Great, like, you brought glow sticks. Wave it! Whoa!" It makes a cool noise when you wave it. It does. And then I think my favorite little bit in that is when Chewbacca and R2 are in the corner just kind of partying. And he's like, seriously? God. Everyone else knew but me. But me? And so she feels kind of stupid and that her naivete was kind of taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Which it was. It definitely was. And I guess I see... I don't think this made Luke seem any more dislikable. No, it didn't, actually. Because when I first heard about it, I was like, what an ass. But the way he delivers it, and he's like, 
no, you have to understand, like, you rushed in, which is what a rebellion needs. It doesn't need this, like, shitty old religion. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, I really get the point that you're making. It doesn't make you seem like an asshole. And, yeah, because when he's at the end of the scene, he's even laughing about it, being like, she's like, you made me come down. He's like, I wasn't expecting you to run up like that. You were very fast. I'm an old man. (laughs) Like, again, like what you said, he makes a really good point, being like, people like you are what we need, not what the Jedi religion, like, teaches us. Yeah. And Rey gets pissy at that, understandably. She's just kind of been made a fool. Yeah. And herself. She's embarrassed. Her, her caring and stuff was just kind of made fun of. And so she storms off. And I think this would have been so good to kind of tie in why she's more listen- willing to listen to Kylo now. Mm-hmm. She's done with Luke. Luke's been nothing but pushing her away, mm-hmm. making her look like an idiot, making her feel, like, uh, naive and mm. small, and I really do think that would have really added to why she's... Willing to go to someone else. Yeah. For a second opinion, basically. Yeah, and she, why she starts to listen to him in the... the shirtless scene why she's like all right i'll guess i'll listen to what you're saying a little bit and then when she has these feelings she knows he's the one that uh he needs she needs to talk to because she's not about talking to luke right now yeah because she's still upset with him Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like i do think it makes sense without the uh without this scene but i really do think it would have solidified that arc even more personally but yeah i even i agree and I really, I do like the line, the the moment where he's like, no, you acting and you like being willing to put yourself out there no matter like what, mm-hmm. that's what we need. Yeah. I love, I love that line. Does I have th- that because Again, I think that Luke even became a little more likable in that scene. Yeah. The first part of it, sure, he's kind of being an ass, but the second part he was like, no, the lesson is we need people like you, not people like the lesson the is Jedi. you did the right thing. Mm-hmm. What you did was right. Where your heart is, that's that's the place where you, we should be as people, yeah. not what the Jedi are trying to teach us. Yeah. Because, I, I, again, we've mentioned this a thousand times, neither of us are the biggest fan of where the Jedi ended up. And mm-hmm. I think the Jedi need to change, and that's where I define Grey Jedi. I don't yep. define Grey Jedi as people who can use the dark side and the light. It's people who realize that the Jedi were kind of fucked up at the end. Yeah. And they they need to go through a change. They need that their laws need to be to come in, adapted a little bit. Yeah, for the new age, someone like Rey, mm-hmm. and kind of reform. It needs a reform. Yes. Um. Past that, the we have an extended father chase. There's nothing much there. No, it's five minutes and fifty seconds. So, but thank God it was cut. Yeah, I I was okay with being cut. I do like some of the quips, like the back and forth mm-hmm. that was in there. But other than that, in because father death. Yeah, no, not okay. With I would it. have been really sad. Oh, the one thing I do wish was in the movie that was in the scene was the father you're going. Oh yeah, licking rose. I think yeah. that was cute. It was like yay, thank you. I think because that could have stayed in without the rest of the stuff. Yeah, give her a little kiss. Yeah, and thank you. Especially knowing what we know, like expanded universe rule wise, that these father years were Paige's favorite animal, mm-hmm. and it could have been sort of this cute little almost. Like, Paige and Rose moment, but with, like, the father year, and mm-hmm. it, would, it would have been really cute. Um, the next sequence was the Mega Star, Star Destroyer, 
the one time we get to see Kylo in a deleted scene. <laughs> and he's just kind of like looking out waiting for Rey to show up. And he's like, come on, the Force is telling me you're about to show up. I can feel it. Any second now. I really like this scene too. Mostly just for, maybe not like the entire scene, mm-hmm. but I do like how much we get to see of like Finn and Rose in it. Because they get to act a way that they're not really able to act in the movie a lot, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And seeing, like, Finn get recognized by the Stormtrooper in that interaction was very interesting. And I do understand why it was cut. I do. It might have seemed... It, it might have Tonally, it was a little weird, but I do, like... I do wish we had more moments where we really referenced that Finn was a Stormtrooper. Yeah. That's a big part of his character arc that... While it's referenced some, mm-hmm. I feel like they're not taking advantage of it enough. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of these deleted scenes really helped take it. Like, originally it was in the script, and I'm sad to see them go. Yeah, because they, they do add a lot to Finn. Mm-hmm. And they repair kind of a lot of the damage that the first movie kind of did to Finn, where they were just like, oh, well, he was just Jenner. And we're like, well, no, he, he wasn't. That was like a... <sighs> I, still, I still wish they had... Because they even brought it up in this one. Like, oh, I'm the guy who used to mop it. Yep. And I get that it's a joke and it's funny, but... But he was a sharpshooter. He wasn't just a janitor, guys. Mm-hmm. He was... He could have said, it was like, oh, I used to train there. Yeah. Or that's where we do our uh, simulations. Yeah. Just to know that he was part of that regiment rather than just a... Like, he, just, uh, he just mopped the place. Yeah. Now, like, I wonder if they want to make... I, they want to really show that he was never part of that system. He was just... Which, I mean, he wasn't. His mind was different, but he was mm-hmm. forced into it. And so I'd like to see that the hardships that he had to face recognized. Yeah, Rather I than agree. he was a janitor. And with the Mega Star Destroyer scene, that's where we have Tom Hardy with the slapping on the butt. Yep. And I, like, I wonder if that was cut because people would kind of be confused with the plot holes because some people know it's been defected. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, last movie, we have the traitor guy who mm-hmm. n- knew Finn defected. But this kind of implies that the other stormtroopers don't know, which I like. Me because too. in no way would the First Order tell them that someone's defected. That no, someone's defected. Yeah. And the only people that would know would probably be his squad. It would be, would be his squad, which that traitor guy was in that oh, squad. Mm-hmm. And Phasma, mm-hmm. clearly in Hux. Yep. And Kylo. <laughs> and... I think it would have been interesting to play up that mm-hmm. for Hiffin, that no one really knows that, like, they still think of he's hunky-dory, mm-hmm. and this goes, oh, he's your captain now, congratulations, mm-hmm. because they don't want anyone to have the idea that leaving is possible. That it's an option. Yeah. Because yeah. if, if Finn's thinking like this, the First Order is pretty huge. There's other people that probably are thinking that they, they yep. might be able to do the same thing, which is what I want for the, the next, next movie. movie. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and on a continuation with that, the rose bites the hand that feeds her. Yeah. Rose bites Hux. Aces. They probably tasted like Dookie. What a brave girl. Yeah. What? Did we see why they took that one out? That I actually may have zoned out when they were talking about that. I don't know if we got the commentary for that, but again, it was probably just pacing. Yeah, I, I like it. I wonder if it was almost like too violent of an action for Rose to do that someone wouldn't have just shot her right away. Because I feel like if- well- <laughs> Maybe everyone also hates hugs. Yeah. They were like, oh. all the stormtroopers like, yes, we've been waiting for this. He didn't order us to fire, so we're not gonna. Hugs like steps on that necklace. 
Hux is a scumbag. Yeah, he is. Maybe... Maybe they kind of wanted to keep some of the fear factor with Hux because he is such a, like, slimy, skeezy, like, wimp. Yeah. And that just added to that. So maybe they're like, ah. They're like, no, he's actually supposed to be really capable, so let's not. Hux is probably going to form some sort of, like, capable coup in the next film. So maybe we shouldn't have him as a joke all the time. Yeah. And, uh. Is this the next scene? Is this the scene I think it is? Yeah, it is. The one that I am honestly very mad that they cut. Yeah. How long is it? One minute, 34 seconds. Oh my god! Yeah. Definitely could have left it in. Yeah, but- In my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I wish this scene was kept the way it was. So the and... next scene we have is more interaction between Phasma and Finn. Mm-hmm. And, okay, like, <laughs> Phasma is a lot of people's favorite. She has almost no time in the movie, and this- movie this scene does a good job of like calling out what she did in the first movie which was like why the hell would a stormtrooper ever put themselves before the rest of the order and they're like oh well they wouldn't that's why finn's like what would everyone else say if they knew what you did Mm -hmm. like that's so out of character i think it adds so much to what finn's arc like a predicting of what finn's arc could have become like who knows if that's what it will be in nine I still hope it will be. Me too. But I think it would have been a really nice foreshadowing. And it added so much to Phasma in just a minute, 34 seconds. Yeah. Because you see that Phasma is just out for herself. Mm-hmm. And we, you know that from the book. But it'd be nice to see those, like, character traits in the movie. Because it's kind of like in the commentary, like, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Ryan addresses that there was a version of the film where Holdo was a lot more Luna Lovegoody, that she was kind of hippy-dippy. And I would love to see that. Me too. that's how she was written in uh, the, Leia book. the Leia book. But they went back and changed it, which is sad for me. I would have loved to see her to be a little more, like, wacky. Yeah, because that's who she's supposed to be. That's what the character's supposed to be. And also, I like seeing different women portrayed. Yeah, and I think that would have really That even if she's eccentric, she can still be capable. Mm -hmm. Not every woman needs to be the exact same character. Not that I'm saying that the women in Star Wars are. Oh, no, I think they're definitely different, but this would have just really helped expand that variety. Yes. Seeing her kind of, like, hippy-dippy, almost talking in riddles kind of Mm -hmm. way of, like, everything she says makes sense to her, and everyone's like, what? Everyone's like, what the heck? And then, like, a a character's just like... Well, she's she's Holdo from you know she did that whatever battle it was. Yeah. Like, well, we don't we don't question her because she knows what she's doing. Yeah, exactly. And so I really I do like this scene because uh, Finn, in front of the other troopers, calls out Phasma, and Phasma says, "Why are they going to believe you?" And the stormtroopers start shifting in their place, and they like look at Finn, and they're like. So they're not lowering their weapons, but they're just shifting they're off. Hesitating. They're hesitating. And, and Phasma's like, done! And then Phasma kills all four of them, That anyone who sees this, and I thought that was awesome. I love it! I Even though not at all the type of character that I like. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I hate selfish characters, obviously, because I'm a... I like oh. to think of myself as a selfless person. <laughs> but... We, but it's so strong it in her character. It adds to her character, and especially so if she's strong. gonna die after this, and she loses her hand, she, Luke's daughter confirmed. <gasps> the blue eye, <gasps> the blonde hair. <gasps> oh my god, I figured it out, guys. You heard it here first! I know, I'm calling it. 
Harbinger of Dune Theory, confirmed. Phasma, Luke's daughter. I know. Because if one more person takes a theory that I came up with first and gets all the credit for it, I'm screaming. The scar theory was mine. <laughs> I am like... I, I am actually not bitter about this, but on a side tangent, with because the Ray scar definitely it, it's in the shape of two hands reaching out for each other. Yep. And I noticed this before the movie even came out. It was after the trailer. You when were the trailer first you came were screaming out, about it for so long. Um, you don't see it in the trailer, but we saw the scar on a Black Series figure, there and I was like, wait, the trailer with Kylo reaching out to Ray that looks like. The scar looks like two hands reaching out for each other. And I said that before the movie even dropped. And then someone else, like, after, well, and they got no attention. I never thought it was crazy. And then after The Last Jedi, people were like, I think this, and everyone's like, what went up? I'm like, you're like, where was it? Where were you when I was saying it? I'm, I'm actually not that better. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. It's because we're not even the best podcast. No. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something at the end of the... I'll say it now. All right, guys. Because I want street cred for this. Uh-huh. That when Luke shouts at the end of when Ray is, like, learning about the Force. Yes. And he's like, Ray, Ray. And the last time he sh- shouts Ray, it's modified audio of when he shouts Ben, ben. at the uh, temple scene. Yeah. And I am 90% sure of that because I went through... And I cut the audio, and if you just slow down the audio a little bit from when him shouting Ben and cut out the hard B sound, uh-huh. it's the exact same sound. Uh-huh. And because when uh, Luke is shouting Ray the last time, you just hear the, Aah! like, you just hear that part. So you just kind of assume that it's Ray. Uh-huh. But it's not. It's, it's Ben. But it's Ben, but just the part from the, that, that segment. It's Ray, Ben. Done. You just, and it's like it's distant sounding. It's kind of foggy. Yeah. They do some. It is some edited audio there anyway, but like, I'm convinced of that one, and I call street cred for that. <laughs> you heard it here first. Ish. Well, yeah, ish. But I posted it on Twitter, so. But no. Yeah, but you heard it with yeah. your ear balls. With my ear balls. Here first. Very good. I swear I'm not the most bitter podcast around. Just a little bit. No, we're probably the most bitter. We're just not the best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that one's true. <laughs> the, 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 uh, I was just going to try to make like a bitter pun with our names, but I am i can't. I'm not that clever. No. Not since I've been, if I've been awake since 4 a.m. Not at all. Bitterness. So, I, yeah, I really, I really do like the Phasma squealed like a Wupog scene. Mm-hmm. I... Yeah, it's always hard to... You see these scenes on their own, and you kind of wish they were there. I don't understand how that would have but I pers- taken away I from the pacing, honestly. Especially because Kylo and Rey are going through their own kind of, like, really serious moment mm-hmm. when that's happening. Around that time, it would have been nice to see the fa- Finn and Phasma stuff also slow down to a climactic, like, confrontation. Because that scene was over way too quickly, and you mm-hmm. were like, what the... F- is that it? Yeah. Is it the last... What? She's dead? That's it? Because, in a way, Phasma was, like, Finn's enemy, you know? That was was his person to take down, and he did, obviously, but I want that kind of confrontation there. Yeah, and because, like, everything you see in the trailer is basically the fight, and Mm. you're like, wait, what? But we saw the, oh, no. 
Very I was great. I was ready for like an epic fight scene and a confrontation mm-hmm. and a passionate speech, and instead it was just chrome dome, and then it's over. That, well, that's it. Um, the last two scenes were very short. It was Finn and Rose go to where they belong, which is just kind of emphasizing Finn knows where he belongs now, where he's going to fight, and Rose is kind of excited that he's found that place. And we already had that scene, honestly. Yeah. I that I understand when that one was cut. Yeah. We we had Finn's realization of that. And the last one was Ray and Chewie and the Falcon, which is the shortest scene. I'm like, okay, that's you she's cut like, a line. Go around back. Yeah, she's flying in and they're shooting stuff, and she's like, never mind. Yep. Let's go. Let's go around the back way. And then the deleted scenes end with a montage of all the Canto Bite segments, which yeah. which is which is kind of cool to see, but it wasn't quite yeah. a deleted scene. It's fun to look at like the. Because obviously so much creature work factory went stuff. into Canto Bite. Yeah. And so much time went to creating these creatures that just were never going to be seen. Yeah. Which is, as a creative, hurts. And I know that they know this. That and that's why Ryan was like, here's, here the, here's the, all the B-roll. Mm-hmm. You can see your alien back there, right? Yep. There they are. You can show all your friends. Yep. Sorry I didn't make it in the movie. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. I know you worked really hard. And it is really unfortunate when you see, like, these deleted scenes, because, you know, like, so much work went into all of it, and, well, like, just, and obviously you're not really told what makes in the movie what isn't before you see it. Nope. But just imagine being like, oh, you cut that? My, my, my big creature I spent months on? Didn't because make it the, the creature, the big one getting the massage on yeah. the table. They, even in the director and the Jedi, they spent a lot of time talking about creating that specific creature. And, it's a, and the one Warwick Davis is in. And then they didn't, they didn't yep. make it in? Not at all. But anyway, uh, that was our discussion. So we talked about Force of Destiny, and then we talked about some, uh, deleted scenes. some deleted scenes, some short stuff. We are going to be a little bit off the air for a while, since I am going to be absent. Yes. So make sure in the meantime you like and subscribe to our podcast i keep doing like, the youtube thing <laughs> you you just subscribe to give us podcast. a thumb up, thumbs up on the youtubes and, uh, if you want to give us a rating over on itunes that'd be really cool it really helps people find out about the show and really motivates us to keep making it so yeah thank you for listening to an episode wait it, uh, if they're gonna be at wondercon this weekend oh that crap are you going <laughs> to wondercon everyone probably already turned off the podcast are you going to wondercon this weekend uh we're going to be at WonderCon, and we're going to be at the El Hoffer Design booth on Saturday only, Yep. We're, which is booth 475. If you want to come up and say hi, I'm going to be selling there, so all of my Squadron Goals stock is going to be there. I have very limited supplies, so if you want... Uh, anything get there early. <laughs> anything get there early, yeah. If you want anything Porg or, like, Prime Jedi-related, get there early. Yeah. So, yeah, we hope to see you at WonderCon if you're going. And, yeah, again, thank you again uh, for listening to another episode of Who Talks First. I am one of your hosts, I'm CT. I'm your other host, I'm Solo. And we'll see you next time. Bye.